Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast with Justin Foster and myself, Juan Kingsbury. Justin and I are really good friends who are always talking about everything under the sun, and we trust each other. We can say things that, frankly, would be embarrassing or misunderstood uh, in the public eye, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to say it and record it and let you decide if we're wrong. But we do ask that you consider it for yourself. The things that you believe in, the things that you uh, say you have conviction about, is there a chance that you might be wrong? We hope you enjoy our show. Okay, we are back, and it's my turn for a topic. And I thought a lot about this, and I was like, let's do it. Jesus. Um, the man, not the yeah. uh, the curse or whatever, the, right, but right. the actual man. And for those of uh-huh. you who are fans, I really hope you, you stick through this whole one, and maybe the, the title It's just going to be a simple Jesus. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, not just Justin, but especially Justin, hearing you articulate things is so, it's almost like, Watching ESPN, you know Michael Jordan or you know the player, but then to hear from like the brother who grew up with him, you're like, oh, yeah. he was a different kind of guy. And I'm like, <laughs> like not that Justin knew Jesus, but I was like, right. his version is different. And you know, like you know, like a little kid around the fire, I'm like, tell me more. And there's a couple other people, but that's what I wanted to talk about today. And you know, you grew up with him with Christianity in your life uh, in a very different way than than you have today, but you've always had Jesus in your life, right? You've always known him as a, as someone to yeah, like look an, up like to. Like an entity or like, a, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it has evolved significantly, especially in the last seven to 10 years. But yeah, that's, it, it's, it, I was not raised in a secular home. I was raised in a fundamentalist church. Um, and uh, my grandmother was a Methodist, which are not, they're like cool Christians. Um, so I got a different contrast from her because she was much more loving yeah. than fundamentalism. Fundamentalism is very Puritan and condemning um, in its nature. And and so, and then, you know, I've always been, and this goes back to we something I really believe that we should have in our core curriculum for public education in this country. We should have rhetoric. We should teach rhetoric again. Yeah. Philosophy and comparative religion. Those are all generally in any curriculum optional. And I think that's why you have people that are so fragile and tribal at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so to do a comparative religion and look at various things and be curious about the roots of things. And I remember, and I, I and uh, you know, I often talk about the church I left and I don't ever want it to come across as condemning, but it is truth telling. And there was a, there was a dogma in that church, and it still exists today, um, that this church is the extension of the New Testament church that you read about. Mm. And then the internet comes along. Um, well, before the internet comes along, somebody wrote a book about it saying that's not what happened. That's not the origins of this particular church. And she was condemned as a heretic and yada, yada. Yeah. Then the internet comes along, and now Wikipedia comes, and somebody writes a page about this church. <laughs> which is it started in Ireland in the late 1800s when these two guys were, these two guys were um, tired of the 
the corruption of institutional Christianity in England and Ireland and decided to start like a lay ministry or a, or a tent revival ministry. Okay. Ironically, a few years later, they were excommunicated by the church they started because they did not want it to become too formal and too structural. <laughs> and I'm like, when I learned that, I don't know, I probably learned that like maybe 25 years ago, 20 years ago. I'm like, why in the hell do we not just talk about this? Um, because it really creates a, to quote, kind of paraphrase William Blake, a, it really closes the c- curtains over perception. Yeah. It really just makes you insular to, to things. Anyway, yeah. that's a well, long explanation. Yes, I've always had, a, been an, had an awareness, appreciation for Jesus. Yeah, well, I mean, but what you just went over, one, it's fascinating. It's probably why I was like, I want to listen to this guy. He's, he's saying um, almost like a... Not a journalist, but just you're like, hey, this seems like a very human approach, reaction, thoughts, mm-hmm. and, and you want to know more. You you know the truth is right. out there, um, but that's not Jesus. Those are people who did this church and organization in the in the name of a representation right. around the guy who's just saying, hey, love each other a lot more. Right. I love you, yeah. Yeah. and I hope you love your neighbor, and don't like, and yeah. it's such a distraction, not on purpose, yes. but that, and you know, well, I, I think up, it is on purpose. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. I, I do think it's on purpose. Yeah. Um, well, for, but for the point of today, because it's going to come out around Christmas, I was like, <laughs> even growing up, my mom would sing, we, we raised Catholic, sort of, until about 12, and she'd sing songs like, Jesus loves you, this I know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it makes you feel good, but then but then it's represented, you just said on the other episode we recorded, about those of us who are not fans of Christianity or whatever we have our mm-hmm. opinion. Religion or we, whatever, We, yeah. we kind of go to the extreme of just guy, you know the 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 Joel Osteen, Osteen's uh-huh. or the yeah, yeah. the Seven Hundred mm-hmm. Club dude who's always yeah, Mike telling Pence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, but it's not just that. It's like saying all black people are represented by Tupac, <laughs> you know, yes, or right. um, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. like that's you know, I'm, I think some people would be okay with that, but I know right. a lot of people who wouldn't. But I'm like, oh, that that is a really thick wall between. There's this man that I remember. It's this 2001. I was a Disney internship and this Jewish kid um was a roommate of mine and he's like oh yeah Jews Jews believe Jesus was was a real person and I was like what it like blew my mind and so I was like okay this other this guy was acknowledged by this other religion we're talking tooth and I'm like there's this whole sci-fi fantasy element that I'm like why don't I get to talk about this anymore it's more of you're a bad person one or you know get married and have it's it's these constraints or these yes. lanes you need to be in versus there's this guy who preached love who was like this zen guy who even that even then he still got mad at people and he hung out and i'm like there's yeah. this really fascinating story that everyone right. says go read the bible and i'm like i don't want to do that and so i was like it took right. me about 20 years or 15 to meet people like you who did read the bible and i will yeah. one day but my point is there's this guy here who gets kind of get lost in all of it. And, you know, yes. even today I make jokes, but then I'm also like, I think Jesus, I think God, I think they laugh. I bet you they dance. And, you know, I'm telling this right. in my head. Right. But that, that's my point is that because of you, it's not like a thank you episode, but it's like there's this <laughs> guy here that I I think of in a totally different light that I was I grew, grew up with. And I don't know how it was for you, but did, did yeah. that stuff change how you thought of the Absolutely. man? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the term for this, and I was actually on um, my buddy Luke Bricker's Spiritual Nomad podcast um, earlier in the week, um, d- talking about this term called deconstruction. 
Um, have you heard of that deconstruction? No, that, you, know? you, you told me the ones I was good at deconstructing, yeah. but yeah, you are. Yeah. And so that's what you're doing now. You've been deconstructing like what you were sort of thought Jesus was or God yeah. or anything. And, 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 and faith, I won't call it religion. I mean, I don't go to a church, so I'm not going to call it a religion. I would say I'm a, I have, a, I'm a believer in Jesus or a follower of Jesus, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. But even then, if I'm being really blunt, I'm a co-creator with Jesus because I have, I have a soul and that's what he said would happen if you read his words mm -hmm. is, um, and so deconstruction is, well, I'll put it back, I'll back up. It's often presented as a binary thing. Do you believe in Jesus or not believe in Jesus? And if you believe in Jesus, then, or God or whatever, or Buddha or, or, Islam, yeah. or Muhammad or whatever, it doesn't really matter. You know, Abraham, whatever. Um, do you believe in that or you not believe in that? Well, deconstruction is not becoming secular or atheist or agnostic. Maybe for a while, a lot of people that deconstruct go through a phase where they don't believe. Like Michael Gunger, mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite Christian thinkers, went through a phase where he just did not believe anymore. But eventually it came back because he kept exploring. So deconstruction one, I think, is three things for people. Um, first of all, they have to understand, and I'll pause at each of these and because and, yeah. I know you're going to have great questions. The first thing that um, that that people need to maybe or should consider thinking about is who was Jesus, because immediately we get into the debate of what well, was he divine, a hundred percent divine? Was he half divine, half human? Was he all human and just really enlightened? Yeah. And my point to people that are curious about Jesus, it doesn't matter. It does not change the story unless you were following a particular denomination's doctrine yeah it does not change the story about sitting and wrestling intellectually we know he was a real person there's historical records of it yeah we know he was a real person and we know that the words that were recorded by somebody years later after he died um were likely his words yeah actually uh um, let me interject that for the audience especially those who i'm not trying to convert anyone just trying to share something yeah, that, but the gunger uh what is it what is the podcast he did gunger and science mike um what's it called yeah uh the liturgist liturgist mm -hmm. the, the really kind yeah. of that's kind of what i was like let's let's have that vibe here with this this podcast i, was like, I always loved it yes, when they right. disagreed and you could see it sense some tension yep. but they loved each other but that is what I was like, okay, he was a, a real dude, <laughs> you know, a real guy. And, right. and right. I think that what that is acknowledged by other groups, mm -hmm. but they said, yeah. I think science, Mike, he's like, even if you don't, you think the, the Bible is a bunch of hu hu hooey, he's like, mm -hmm. it is the oldest and largest record of human thought mm -hmm. ever. Like you can't deny that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what does he mean? And I think he said something like, imagine someone printed out all of Facebook you know, like, and, mm -hmm. and you found it a thousand right. years. It doesn't right. mean it's all true, but it does mean that someone put this here and people had these thoughts right. and these memes. And if you look at it that yes. way, you are looking into human thought and consciousness and da, 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 you know, be it a different mm -hmm. version of it. And I was like, it, the fact that it, it became real as opposed to mm -hmm. a symbol of, or he became real. Always, I, I thought, you know, I want, I wanted to believe, but I was always like, but that, mm -hmm. that was one of the first things that that Jewish kid in 2001 yeah. was like, oh, yeah, he's a real guy. And I'm like, wait, what? And then mm -hmm. I have you saying this. So that's that's the first one. As you said, mm -hmm. you broke it down yeah. into three things. Yeah. 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 The first one is is just who was Jesus and what it, what do you and 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 deconstructing within yourself that it matters. Like you have to give it like some sort of him some sort of specific. All you have to really from a reality standpoint or 
being, you know, from a rationale standpoint, like, okay, he was a real person. Okay. That's, if that's all you get to, that's fine. Yeah. And we can have a separate discussion, a more theological discussion, whether he was divine or half divine does, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it, and so the second one is, is a deconstruction of your, of the, of history. And this could be something I could probably talk about for like two hours, but I'm going to try to keep it to two sure. minutes. Which is, um, in order to understand history, you must study history. And so there's a couple of things that people generally don't realize that are maybe formerly Christian or they're, or they, or they're going to church and it just doesn't feel right. Or maybe they've always been secular or maybe they're an atheist and they don't, and, and they're afraid to explore this is, First of all, Jesus's main language is Aramaic. Aramaic is the language of poets. So everything is poetry. And Aramaic, you can have 10 to 15 different translations of the same sentence. So, so the thing to deconstruct is li- literal, liter- being literal and yeah. linear. That's the first thing. Aramaic was a poetic language. Um, the second thing is, and so poetic language speaks of metaphors. Mm-hmm. And you think about this. Why? So, so let's say you believe that Jesus was the son of God. And so basically he had a three and a half year ministry before the government killed him. Yeah. Um, and why did he, why was he so obtuse? He'd spoke in parables. I think there were 32 parables that he, that are recorded. Yeah. Why would he do that? Because the answers are already inside of us and it's through the parable that we practice some inquiry and we arrive at conclusions ourselves back to the last episode recorded that are revelatory, not installed. Yeah. And so uh, another one is, is the Bible itself. The Bible is a, is a record of real, is like how Rob Bell says it. It's a record of, of real people writing down their thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. because whether or not it happened exactly like it says in, you know, Nehemiah or yeah. whatever is not the point. The point is somebody wrote it down and yeah. this was their experience. Actually, that's sci- it's metaphorical. I think not. science Mike was referring to Rob Bell's thing about, and I was like, oh, okay, I ne- yeah. this is like a year or two ago. I was like, I, I never thought of it that way. You know, I, not to say, I think it's all BS, but because of the, the people who were thumping it, I'm like, yes. eh, but I'm like, you know what? It, it, you t- I would say this though. It, it goes to ineffability and infallibility. If you think the Bible's ineffable, like it's flawless, there's not, I can't do anything for yeah. you. Well, it's because I was just that's, say, assuming, pe- that's assuming, by the way, imagine having a recipe for something and assuming that, that this is the recipe to follow. And I follow it this way. And these are the results that I get. And therefore you must make it the same way as me, or you are going to hell. Yeah. Well, that's how foolish that is to it's, think it's, that the Bible is an effort. When you put it on paper, you know, it's like, what? But like people, everyone doesn't like the media today, you know, like, like right. just, but I was like, did we ever really, really like it? And then even then, when you go back, you're like, oh, everyone trusted me. Yeah, because you didn't know any better. <laughs> it was just one thing. Right. So if we have this harsh right. criticism of this way to transfer information today, and now you have this finite book, <laughs> like, you you, yes. you know, you're, you're the, the, right. have an open mind. But going back to that second one, I'm not sure if I'll summarize it, but the Jesus, I was like, why was he so confusing? Why didn't he just say <laughs> what he needed to right. say? And I was like... Oh, Jesus, Jesus and other spiritual people, which mm-hmm. will open yep. up. Hopefully, I think we'll get to this at the end. But they all, they're, they're really good coaches. They didn't tell you what yes. to do or right. mentors, or but they, they, they said, hey, like, think on this, man. You yes. got to make the decision for yourself. There's a reason you right. have free will. I'm not going to tell you 
the answer because the answer is inside of you and because of blah, blah, blah. You got yeah. it. And I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. I Jesus was positioned as... One, if you jerk off, you're just gonna cry, you know. Or one, if, if you right, if right. you yeah. have you go to a rated R thoughts. movie and Jesus comes back, yeah, oh, and you're in a rated R movie. I got told this. Yeah, you can't go to movies because if you're in a movie theater when Jesus comes back, you're not gonna get to go to heaven. Yeah, he, you know, he, stuff like that. Jesus yeah. was positioned as like the worst NBA referee who was just gonna blow the whistle every time you <laughs> farted yes. or something. I've often said that in like evangelical Christianity, uh, Jesus is like that really shitty asshole homeowners association president yeah that's that's how they portray him <laughs> in so many different ways like yeah. you've got too many tre- you've got too many trees you don't have enough trees in your front yard and i'm going to write you a citation yeah yeah that's yes. how they treat jesus yeah, yeah. and and even so, now like there's a little bit of one or you know if if someone who is very devout and, and blah 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 they're going to take it this wrong way. Juan, you're being blasphemous. I'm like, okay, they might, but that's on them and their relationship. Just like yeah. my relationship with my, my peers, my friend, that's mine. It's my, in my relationship with him. And, but I also think of like, am I being disrespectful when I make a bad joke? And I'm like, yes. but that's between me and him. And also doing something like this potentially makes it more palatable for the friends that I love. And I'm not trying to spread the word. I really am not. I'm re- just either. trying to yeah. share of like, Hey guys, this is how I've dealt with all the judgment, anger, and fear, especially in the last four years, but just every day and going forward because um, it's a lot to hold on to. And I didn't really understand until about last year, the whole Jesus take the wheel. And, you know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're trying to control everything, like, you right, know, Corona yeah. this or, or racism yeah, right. that. And I'm like, oh, if you can just let yeah. the dude handle it and you handle yeah. yourself. And, and so- I would even I would even gently challenge that, which is I, I get it. And it's a nice metaphor, but it, it also sort of devoids you of responsibility for your life. Yeah. So if Jesus was a coach taking that, yeah. he would not take the wheel unless you're about to kill yourself. Yeah. He would teach you how to drive in a way. That was kind and safe on the road. Well, like, and, you know, I mean, we're stretching the metaphor. Yeah, here, but, but that's that's also what I realized. Like, you can twist this stuff. What'd you say? Thirty-two parable, thirty-three, yeah. thirty-two yeah, hip hop rhymes right. that Jesus says uh-huh. that you you. I really want to make the time and and study that. Well, that's different than the country song catchphrase or whatever. Yes. The pa- I'm not saying those don't count, but they are different. It's it's like when someone. When hip hop borrows a beat, you know, like it's not the same as the Bach thing. And so just understand there was this real dude who basically did his time. And would you say three and a half years? You actually, you started to say it. And I was like, yeah, he, he basically had a startup for three and a half years or he had a hit, he had a hit Mm -hmm. TV show and and then the government canceled him. And yet 2000 years later, this brand is going strong. And now you're getting to the Bible, which I was like, Oh, and people use that going back to actually our previous episode about ego shaming. Yes. They they end up uh, like crystallizing. It becomes a system to control That's people. Right. But it's like, yes. I think it's like any cool sci-fi movie, the, the force that it's being used on the dark side. And it's so funny because yes. I think Christians love Star Wars or, or <laughs> acknowledge <laughs> that. But I'm like, oh, you're the emperor, dude. But yeah. when I point, that's bad. Or I should say, yes. that's ineffective yes. one. And that doesn't yeah. help you do your good work. And so you anyway. look at it, you could look at it now. Just take an, and I'm very openly condemn the behavior of evangelicals. People say I'm sort of anti-evangelical. I'm not. I'm anti I'm anti using Jesus's name to take over the government. That's what I'm anti. Mm-hmm. That is that is being 
the opposite of Jesus. And if you put it in biblical terms, that is being the antichrist or the darks using the force on the yeah. dark side. And because, because it's, he was never about power structures. So let's assume he was the son of God that he could have come down and just kicked ass if he wanted to, but he didn't. Um, so this goes to the third thing. It's a great setup to the third thing. So number one is stop worrying about what Jesus was just to know that he was a man. And yeah. if that's all you ever know, you're well ahead of most people that maybe even have divinity degrees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the second thing is, is to know your history. And this kind of leads into the concept of church. And, and certainly there's a community aspect to it's called original Christianity, um, the original with Jesus's teachings and his original, maybe the next couple of generations of followers. But people don't realize back to the Bible and church and stuff like the Bible was the Bible as a document. It was wasn't really codified until the like 500 years after Jesus was mm-hmm. gone. Um, and then it wasn't translated to English until I think the early 1600s, the King James Version. So, I mean, we're talking about a lot of time here and this institution of the church, primarily for most of Christianity's history, that would be the Catholic church, establishing all these rules. So one of the things that they did is they defeminized everything. They got rid of Mary Magdalene stuff. Um, I highly recommend Megan Watterson's book on Mary Magdalene uh, or Magdalene, however you say it. And um, they defeminized Christianity, first of all, which is a horrible thing to do unto itself because it created this sort of patriarchal structure yeah. that has over the years minimized suppressed women in the name of God. They used it to justify slavery. They used it to, they started to weaponize it. And um, so people go, I don't, I don't, um, I don't go to the church. Um, I, I, you ask them, oh, do, you, do, you, do you believe, are you a Christian? Oh, I don't go to church. What I'm challenging people is Jesus didn't go to church either. Yeah. Assuming John in the the the, the book of Revelation, it, maybe it was plant medicine. Maybe it was just you know he ate some bad oh. lamb or something <laughs> and had all these dreams. Yeah, ayahuasca. Uh, but he did it alone. And so my observation to anyone that's interested in this is that Revelation happens alone. It does not happen in a group, which is why the first 400 ish years the of Christians after Jesus, it was many, many different groups, many different groups. And most of them there, you can go back and study them. They call them the fathers and mothers of the desert were not meeting in groups. They certainly were not meeting in multi-million dollar buildings to worship plastic Jesus. Yeah. Um, they were exploring for themselves in themselves. And ultimately even if, and this is why, like, I can never pronounce his name right. It's Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddhist monk, mm-hmm. and um, Stephen Mitchell, who's a Buddhist, I believe, um, and uh, Hindus, like um, people that were more Hindu in their practices, like uh, Ram Das. They have, they have, they're closer to what Jesus taught than what Joel Osteen or Rick Warren or, um, you know, you pick your megastar multimillionaire yeah. you know preacher or you go to the fundamentalist like the super angry bible thumper in the sweaty church telling everybody they're going to go to hell because yeah. they you know masturbated the night before yeah you know that type of stuff if you if you do this comparison and i'll end this rant here one with um something again rob bell said he goes 
Jesus must be horrified they started a church in his name because he never said to do that. Yeah. According to the recorded words that we have, he never said to do that. So this thing, don't worry about church, worry about inner exploration. And if you feel called and I walked away from church coming up on five years ago, I have no calling to come back, but I have a strong calling to have conversations like this or the one I have with my buddy. Yeah. That's my, this is my community. That's well, and th- th- there's a C word that I was like, oh, it's, it's a reverse is that come to this group and you will connect with Jesus. They don't say it that way. And no one's ever, but that's pretty me. much what they're that's, selling. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you, you gotta get all the boy scout badges. And then if you come yes. every day for the rest of your life, you got yeah, to gamify it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus it's funny. Cause I actually want to go to church hypothetically but what you just said is that's really what i want i want a community of people Mm -hmm. um who who welcome this i don't know uh i don't i don't don't want to deconstruct it all but like talking about it like like Mm -hmm. as you were describing i was like our good friends are our good friends not the ones that we have you know what what are that uh, skullduggery or like the yeah, you know right. the, the secret societies like maybe you make yeah. some good friends of that but it's the time you put together it's the conversation it's being there when you need them right. and but now I'm like well what if I did that every Sunday what if right. I started my my week clean slate remember with the people that I love like oh that sounds like a yeah. a, a thing I want to do right. sounds a lot like church but not necessarily what has right. been sold or or, or marketed right. um. But yeah, so I wanted to, to share this because I was like, and, and a lot of this came from conversations with Justin and just, you know, like one, you, I don't know, not inspired me, but you made it okay for me to ask these questions and, and mm-hmm. say jokes or say my, I, I feel like a child, but in a good way. Like I get mm-hmm. to be curious and poke and, you know, look at the bug. The bug happens yeah. to be Jesus <laughs> or I'm the bug and Jesus right. looking at me and I'm like, yeah. and then there's other people who I know sometimes they'll get a little like, one, don't ask me that, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but because right. I value their opinion and their faith yeah. and I, or I should say, but I've rediscovered my own. So again, not mm-hmm. trying to convert people, but I was like, those three pillars, really, that yeah. that's what's gone on. You've moved these blocks, right? I should say, I've moved these blocks and you've been uh-huh. a big part of that. And so right. thinking of Jesus and God in a yeah. more I want healthier way. I don't know if that's the right yeah, way. I think but, healthy. I think that's a great way to say it. And it goes to this too, is like, I, I don't really care what someone's relationship with Jesus is, you know, that sort of evangelical. Term. Yeah. What I care is that if whatever you say you believe in, if it makes you an asshole, you're doing it wrong. Yes. It's that simple. And especially if you're, you know, the reason that Christianity needs a rebrand, and that's why I like to have these conversations. This is sort of like a minor, minor, tiny little minuscule rebrand of uh, 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 investment in the rebrand of what what Jesus was really about um, is, 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 is where it becomes an issue for me and where I will say something to to someone is when you use Jesus or God to hurt other people. And that's what has happened for years. They do, they did it with women. They did it with, with people of color. They did it with the LGBTQ community. They did it with um, every, you know, all of the separation and walls and, and hierarchy and structures that the that these people that claim to know the Bible they cannot see that they're the Pharisees. You're the yes. power structure now. That that that's and, the the thing that blows my mind more. And really, it's funny, especially in 2020 or 2016 with with Trump. 
I was like, I want to better, under, I want to deconstruct this. Like, why, mm-hmm. why, why do they think they're the, was it, was the, the chosen one when, the chosen, or, or, right. or mm-hmm. anointed? No, then mm-hmm. what's the word for like the, the immigrants that, the, the you uh-huh. know, they're coming over and they're like, no, put, put the wall up. I'm like, wait, yes. but, but that dude that you really love, yes, <laughs> you read right. about, he's like, no, let them in. <laughs> and, yes. and then every Christian who can quote stuff is like, no, but guns and war is good. And, yeah. And, you know, I always That's think of, I think it's more of a Mormon thing, but the, what would Jesus do? And I'm like, not a lot of the things that I think you think right. you're doing. Right. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, and then it's funny because then a lot of people condemn Mormonism when it's like, but what, what the hell, you know? <laughs> and right, so, right, exactly. Um, and it's, it, yeah. it's easy to point and judge. And that's what I was like. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to be a good person and help the people that I right. love. And what I realize is, oh, judging from a utilitarian capitalist example is a mm-hmm. fucking waste of my time and right. it's really easy to do and I, right. I i better understand the the downside of sin because it's like yeah. it it I, I don't feel good it's like drinking too much beer um feels uh-huh. good in the moment but it doesn't last and i right. and it gets, that goes back to that coaching thing of like oh and i think i kind of right. stole my book idea from <laughs> what jesus has, has taught um yeah because you can acquire you can defend you should have a gun right. or survival or whatever it is no i shouldn't say what did i just i just said you should have a gun that's not what i meant you should be able to take care of it and protect yourself yeah. but if you're all if you're always afraid that someone's going to take your food if you're always yeah. trying to protect yours and acquiring and hoarding that sounds like you you've you've missed something maybe go back right. and read page right. one Yes, right. It's it's like that meme that's like, well, if God's going to protect you so you're not going to wear a mask, then why do you have an AR-15? Yes. <laughs> that's Now, here's the thing. Politically, if you want to own an AR-15 and you're not a criminal and you're not mentally ill, fine. Yeah. I got no problem with it. Um, and if you don't want to wear a mask um, in your own house, fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's again, what uh, uh, I can't remember who said it, but the quotes reason is always half blind um, because this is all ultimately about the spiritual realm. And, and, and I think what a lot of people have done is they've um, they've, they've intellectualized religion is either a system that they believe in or a system they don't, you know, it's like yes. uh, lean, like lean or, you know, uh, paleo. Yeah. I was just, you know, I was just thinking like yeah. exercise and CrossFit. Yeah. Exercise it's, it's, or like either... lean startup philosophy yeah. or, or agile or something like that. It's, it's a system you worship a system you don't worship. And it, it is in the spiritual realm and understanding. I think part of this is if you go work on understanding your soul and you work on going inward and you do meditation and you, um, you learn that your soul has a voice and your heart has a voice and your heart has eyes. And what you will start to see and realize, and this is why I think truth comes through revelation, not through installation, is that you will start to see for yourself what is true. And it may be slightly different view. Maybe you believe that, you know, maybe you're more progressive in your views of Jesus. Maybe you're more conservative. You know, maybe you're pro-choice. Maybe you're pro-life. If, if you don't do the work to, to find the spiritual aspect of it, it does. it's just a system that you're worshiping, which yes. is the exact opposite of what Jesus said to do. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is within. Yeah. That, is, is, is what he said. Yeah. And, and that's like, it's, I think of myself every time I'm like, I hear these things. We've heard them in movies or quote. It's like, and it's so easy. Like, oh, whatever. 
but I'm like, oh, that meant something. And I'm letting right. the people who have thumped the Bible or, or quoted right. distract me from, from really like pondering that and right. wondering about not necessarily just Jesus and God and all the drama that happened in the yeah. Bible. Cause that stuff's crazy. People thought game of Thrones was good. I'm like, what happened? Oh you know, God. like demons. <laughs> right. and What did the angels really look like? Like what the hell? Yeah. But, yeah. um, <laughs> like seriously, I'm like, why is this yeah. not like a, a mega yeah. series on HBO? But, um, it's about me. Like, what am I going to do in this world today mm-hmm. that matters? And I think you said something, but it's, it's the theme over and over. People don't feel loved. Like, and Mm -hmm. I mean like real love, like that warm Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's to your point. I love that you said that you're like, you don't really care what they, or or it's not, you're not, that's not your priority to go and spread and say, I got to convert. Um, cause I was like, man, if people really think you're going to burn in hell, I kind of understand why they're always preaching, but that's, that's what's missing is that so many of us don't really feel loved. The, 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 what are those crazy warlords and, and different Af- uh, African countries, uh-huh. you know, th- those guys don't feel loved, <laughs> you know, the, right, the right. terrorists, yeah, like exactly. it's not love. It's, it's a feeling and it's passionate, right. but it's not the same as feeling like you're, you're connected to the universe. You're connected right. to your fellow man and woman and all of the above. Right. Um, and I was like, Oh, this Jesus dude, he's like the, the codex to, to, to be in your whole self. He's this that's connection. Right. Yeah. That's why Jung was so fascinated by, um, Jesus and Gnosticism in particular, because he did believe in a core self that he referred to as the soul. And that's its own episode unto itself. I will say this. I think that oh, when, 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 when Christianity became about power structure, you know, roughly, you know, 1700 years ago, 1600 yeah. years ago, when it became about power structure, it became about survival. So you go look at your history and how did the, how did Christianity go from like their freedom to the lions to now there's, you know, the, 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 the emperor of Rome is a Christian. It was negotiation for survival is what it was. Um, if you look at the, at the history of it, well, that's true in a, a historical sense, but it's also true in a metaphorical sense is that most people view religion as a survival mechanism. Yes. And that's because for maybe some people it is, maybe it is about survival that, you know, I think about the faith practices of slaves, like how amazing is it that slaves um, and some of the, some, you know, that like uh, slaves all the way through the civil rights movement to today, there's such a profound belief in Jesus and a God and the inherent goodness. And that as Martin Luther King Jr. said, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. said, yes, the arc of justice the arc of time always bends towards justice yes. to believe that in the midst of being dehumanized and abused is amazing to me. Yeah. But, or, and um, what we have done is, and I think this is why I, I, I come at and this uh, evangelicalism quite a bit and fundamentalism is that that is religion for the false self. That's why you can treat people that way. That's why you can shit on somebody that's, in, you know, say talk shit about somebody that's gay in the church and people think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can call Obama a Muslim, or you can say you, this is why your vision is that Trump is some sort of God sent man. If he is, well, it's a separate rant, but <laughs> uh, is that's what happens when you apply religion to the false self, you get this rigidity of dogma. That is a type of blindness. Yeah. And then now 
do people that do that, do they not think that there isn't some recompense, some comeuppance coming for that? Yeah. Of course there is, because yeah. Jesus promised it. Yeah. <laughs> he said, if you misuse my name, it's better for you to have a millstone, big, huge stone, tied to your neck and thrown in a lake of fire. Now, does that sound super angry and mean? But again, he's being metaphorical yeah. about this ideas. And, and so last little bit of that is, if you're using religion as a coping mechanism only or as a survival mechanism or most common in American Christianity as a power mechanism, you're missing the point. Yeah. You're missing the point because the spiritual world is reality, which is why in nature was, is part of that. Everything else is an illusion. Everything else is an illusion. Like marriage as a, is a marriage or money or these things that we think that we, that, that religion is, you know, sort of reinforced institutional religion is reinforced. Those are illusions, not the feeling of love between two people, not that yeah. there's not, you know, natural capitalism, but I'm talking about there, there's an illusion that we've agreed to and it has been perpetuated by the religion of the false self, which is, or which is institutional Christianity. And the only way to get out of it is the way you get to get out of anything is you got to free yourself from it. Yeah, you well, walk away from it. And that's what I think Jesus was kind of saying. Yeah, like exactly oversimplified. But I was like, oh, no, so, I think, yeah, you know, that's putting, what he was saying. Putting you this don't you, you, it doesn't matter who's in charge. It doesn't matter who's in the government. He didn't come to overthrow the, you know, the, the, the Jewish people at the time thought he was the they wanted him to overthrow the Romans. Yeah, he didn't do that. So it's not about government. It's not about family structure. It's not about class status. I mean, he was very likely more of a stonemason. He was probably not a carpenter. That's a mistranslation, likely. Yeah. He was probably more of a stonemason. That's why he used a lot of metaphors related to stone in, um, in, in parables about stone. Huh. And, and it, so here's this, like, I love, like, I encourage everyone, if you haven't heard it, one of my favorite songs of all time was by Chris Christopherson, who is... Yeah, the spirit, my spirit animal of songwriting. He has a song called Jesus was a Capricorn. <laughs> and I highly recommend that you listen to that because that's the Jesus I believe in. Yeah. The guy that hung out with weirdos and misfits and questioned, yeah. questioned religious people, um, didn't, wasn't motivated by money, didn't need familial structures, yeah. didn't even have a place to live. Yeah. But he did tell that. he did tell people to pay their taxes, right? Like he's he like, did tell people yeah. to pay their taxes. So I was yes. like, "There's this, there's this guy. Like he's, it's easy to yeah. just throw him away, and it's easy to like yeah. crystallize him into this shitty referee, yeah, um, or a, or 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 a, like a super like a like a superhero a deity, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and yet when you go and or at least you know, and I'm taking every you know, I trust you and all that stuff, but you know. I can I can hear a lot of people like don't whatever Justin said no blah 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 but have they read have they done that stuff I haven't but I'm like I, I'm not I didn't think Jesus said get a PhD in Christianity I think no. he said good be a good person <laughs> I love you and be a good person I'm like that I can do yes. um you know if Jesus was is like go to college for the college experience to become a better person I don't need you to get a pluses in fact I don't want you to do the, those right. things but um uh. Because of time uh, or one, I think we'll probably revisit this topic or it's going to be yeah. woven throughout other stuff. Tease it a little bit because I still don't know, but I love the answer you gave or, or it mulls around. He wasn't the only one, though. You mentioned Buddha. You mentioned Muhammad. You mentioned, And so I'm like, 
why Jesus? Why you personally, um, Justin? Is you know I think you said at one time like it's eighty percent the same that a lot yeah, of the teachings they and, overlap between the all the all the the spiritual masters is r- remarkable. Yeah, which to me it goes to gnosis, which gnosis or or Sophia is another word for it or or spirit. Like I believe that God or the, or some source made us with spiritual with spiritual DNA that gets activated through enlightenment to some extent. I think that's what enlightenment is and. Why, why Jesus? Well, one of them is, is one of the reasons, and I'll end with this is, um, I am looking for in any leader embodiment, embodiment. And Jesus is the leader, whether I'm looking at, you know, George Patton or, uh, Oprah Winfrey or, you know, whoever (laughs) that is, I, is a model of leadership. Who is the embodiment of everything that they taught? Yeah. And to me, that's Jesus. And we can get into, you know, whether or not Buddha was, and that's fine. I, I, I find Buddhism fascinating. And yeah, that's why I love Thomas Merton. Thomas Merton was a Catholic priest who mixed in a lot of Buddhism into his, his faith. And um, that's why I tell people, don't worry about, go, don't worry about a church unless you feel really called to go to church. That's fine. I'm a yeah. spiritual libertarian. You do you. Um, if you're going to focus on something, focus on a faith practice. Focus on that. And a faith practice is essentially just sitting down with yourself on a daily basis and going, what do I actually believe and why do I believe it? Yeah. Start there. Yeah. Start there and then see what happens. And just keep listening. Keep listening. Keep keep listening with the eyes, uh, the ears of the heart and the eyes of the heart and see what happens. Yeah. See what happens if you do that. Um, I'll share. I think it's two things. Try to roll into one. But one of the things that Cause I forget and I'll be like, Oh, sorry. I didn't pray today. <laughs> you know, I say some s- silly thing in my head, but meditation, prayer, you know, biologically or scientifically, they say mm-hmm. just doing the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. and someone said, I think actually it was a book you sent me maybe, but it said, behold the one who beholds you. And it was describing mm-hmm. like the love a parent has when they watch mm-hmm. their kids play, even if they're mm-hmm. doing something wrong or they make them a crappy gift, <laughs> you know, you're like, right it doesn't matter what you did i just i cared right. that you did it and funny enough i had this thought of my dog the other day a couple months i was like I, I don't love him because he listens to everything i love him that he's a little punk and he doesn't sometimes yeah. and then when he does come over and right. he snuggles or he whatever yeah. and i was like oh is that what the higher power feels about us yeah. and there's this guy jesus who's just is he's like hey man you're praying there's there's no right. a plus just right just do it you know yeah and, just yeah, yeah. and and that's why, you know, to, to me again, as if you view Jesus through leadership models, he's, he, he had the greatest leadership slogan of all time, follow me. And religion has bastardized that and said, copy me or uh... worship me. And Jesus never said to copy him. And Jesus never definitely, in fact, he said the opposite. When So when you hear people say, God, praise Lord Jesus, it's like, you need to go back and read your damn Bible because yeah. that's, he said specifically not to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Actually, I got a great metaphor then to kind of end uh-huh. on. Jesus is the lead singer of the band and he's saying, follow me like with his crazy riffs. He didn't say yes. grab the exact same guitar and be perfect with me. He wants to yes. make music. He's not trying yes. to start a military marching band. No. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or, or yeah. Or uh, a pop music, um, production factory where everything sounds exactly the same with the same drum track. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not that. And 
this goes back to our, our, I'll close with this, the, what we talked about on the last episode about, um, about the ego and ego mind and ego shaming and stuff is another thing to do is just go back and re-examine the words. Yeah. Like people get, get a little hinky when you say the word heaven, we'll go back and re-examine what that means. Go back. Sin. There's yeah. another one. Sin means falling short. Here's another one. Repentance. Repentance has been bastardized to mean that you have to self-flagellate like the, yeah, in the, your the <laughs> for being a sinner. No, that's not what repentance actually means when you translate it. It means a turn to turn away from. Yeah. Turning away. And you could go on down the line and you could look at all kinds of different things. Um, and you can look and just look at the language that's used and understand that very likely what you think a word means isn't what it actually means when you go back to its original like roots. And that's yeah. all out on the internet for free. Yeah. It's I'll, all out there. Man, you can I, do that research. I hope you do blogs and stuff like that because dummies like me are more likely to read your, you know, weekly blogs. Um, but I mean, to the point of the, what you call them? The, the intellectual, the people who are studying it. But I think that's the thing is like, you don't have to go deep dive you can it's there um but i'll end but on if you're this gonna deep dive go, go inward yeah you yes know, yes can, yeah you can that's... apply some intellectual pursuit and re-examine the language you can go back and re-examine the language if you don't have an inner if you don't have a contemplative practice you're very likely operating from your ego self and you're not going to get it yeah um, um so anyway i, I love it, literally man. talk about this all yes day. <laughs> and we, we will again but for right now okay yeah i'm gonna end this way and i hope make you laugh merry christmas to all of you listening um there <laughs> Is no war on Christmas. I always wonder, is there really? No, there yeah. isn't. There's no freaking war. There's war on stupid organization and systems and bad leadership and people who manipulate. Yeah. And there yes. should be. And I and hope it continues. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Merry Christmas. Yeah. And and I would say Merry Christmas. Also, uh, Jesus was 100% likely not born on in December. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, I love that stuff. And he's born yeah. in the desert. All this white Christmas stuff. No, he was born in Phoenix. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all yeah. right, man. This no, is all right, great. My friend. Thank you. Thank I really mean it. Not just for today, but all the conversations. Fun. Love doing this Life changing. All right, man. Love you. Yeah.